be now in Burrowhead. Butker's kick is up. The spinning kick high. Floating in the air. And it is good. Good. Burrowhead my ass. They said they run the damn AFC. They lie. They said we wasn't going to whoop their ass. They lie. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs as the AFC champions. Hello and welcome to another Arrowheads Broad podcast. Um, we're trying something different for change here. We've gone Skype and video to record this rather than our usual method. So I'm actually looking at Tomo this evening. Tomo, looking well, man. How are you? Uh, yeah, you you too, man. I, I, we, this is interesting, isn't it? It's nice I can see your reactions to all my hot takes. <laughs> yeah, you can see me <laughs> laughing rather than just hear me yeah. laughing. At you. Yeah. yeah, laughing at me, not with me. Yeah. Sorry, with you. Yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we'll yeah, go with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another week of not very much happening, really. Um. I suppose one thing that happened was Odell Beckham has somewhat surprisingly signed for the Ravens. Um, what was your initial reaction when you uh, when you heard the fifteen million guaranteed? I thought that he's he he's playing football for money, which mm-hmm. is no real surprise. I think I don't know. I think we've got this thing as Chief fans that. We think we've got Mahomes. He'll be able to attract these free agency targets. And it's something that comes up almost every year that people want to come play with Mahomes. And all these wide receivers have been ring, ringing Mahomes in the offseason. Well, nothing has come Where up. Really? Yeah. Where are and it's kind of like, well, money talks at the same time. The Chiefs are remarkably tight at the moment. So I don't know. I, I, I just think that... that they didn't want to pay Odell at that price point. I probably wouldn't have either. Um, God no, God no. And and from his point of view, fair play, get the bag. But I just I I don't know. Apart from going for money, which is an incredibly good reason because I'd go almost anywhere for that amount of money. Um, <laughs> I'd go to Baltimore for that much money. I'd go to Baltimore for like ten percent of that, like probably less. Veteran minimum. Yes. Yes. Um. But yeah, he's not going there to win, is he? Let's be honest. That that they're not set up to to compete in any way. I mean, whether uh, I I've, I'm just presuming Lamar's going to be there at this point. I mean, well, that, that's what yeah, kind of puzzles me. Yeah, I don't... Right, if you're spending that kind of money on one player, it's because you think that player is the tipping point that you are that close to a Super Bowl challenger that he is going to make you into a Super Bowl challenger. And I look at the Ravens, even with Odell Beckham, even with Lamar at quarterback, if they're going to have that, and I'm going, yeah, not worried about them. No. No, I, 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 I don't get the logic from kind of either side, apart from maybe a ploy from the Ravens to get Lamar to stay. Um, yeah. I mean, it's... I, I can understand that as well, me. but... <clears throat> oh, just, I... Yeah. I, I mean, if I was the Ravens, I, I would have traded Lamar because uh, he, his way of playing isn't conducive to a long career. And no, if, you, if you're going to pay him uh, a nearly fully guaranteed contract, then 
yeah, that is yeah. fraught with risk. Fraught with risk. The, the thing, the thing I think about Lamar is, do you not? As a fact, if I was a fan of the Ravens, what I'd want them to do with the setup that they've got is trade Lamar to the Colts, take the fourth pick and the first pick next year from the Colts, use that fourth pick on Anthony Richardson, who's you, I think, kind of likely to be there for. It's probably fifty-fifty mm-hmm. because someone might jump him for the Cardinals, but you're there. You take Anthony Richardson and. Unfortunately, you either throw him into the fire or you let Tyler Huntley start, which is kind of the boat they're in a little bit at the moment. I guess they're presuming Lamar's coming back. But... And then you've got a first-round pick next year. You can sit Richardson as long as you can bear Tyler Huntley. Week 10. And, and, and then you throw him in and get him to do all the read option stuff. I mean, you can throw him in to do read option stuff a lot earlier in the season anyway. It's just kind of more obvious that he's probably not going to be throwing all that much or that complicated rats. But that's what I'd be doing if I was the Ravens. And I'd be maximising now because I've listened to a few podcasts this week and like Charles, you know, I know he's kind of friend of the show type vibe. He, I listened to all of his stuff and, and his kind of angle on it is, are they just kind of appeasing him for a year, going for it, and then just going to let him go to free agency next year? And I was like, you're letting two first round picks walk out the door for a year of Lamar and Odell. Like in this, in this AFC. I know in an AFC that's absolutely stacked where you're, you're not realistically a competitor. So yeah, shoot for the moon and go and get your second, go and get two first round picks. You get Anthony Richardson and then you go and do whatever you want next year in a Colts team. That's likely to be slightly better with Lamar, but probably still not. Not a contender. They're, they're still probably going to be like 15th at best. Like, I don't know. I, not my monkey, not my circus, but that's what <laughs> I'd be looking at doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just... I, I'm glad we're not in that situation. I mean, we have different issues, but mm. quarterback ain't one of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no problems. Yeah, no no problems, but a quarterback ain't one. Um but like the wide receiver market now is getting um, thinner. Sparse. Sparse is a good word. Yes. Yeah. Um, I. Are you confident a draft pick's gonna come in and <clears throat> fill that void? Uh, I, no, not like. <laughs> I mean, Don't me either. The 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 talk. I think we're kind of in the same boat, right? We we kind of consume cleverer people than us's opinion on on the draft class i don't yeah i don't preclude to be an expert in watching tape or to have watched any tape <laughs> apart from about three rishi rice plays which was enough by the way just go and watch the first three and just turn it off and take him that'll do <laughs> yeah um but the the general consensus is and and they don't know right they don't they don't know but the general consensus is this isn't a a draft where you can get as excited about the wide receivers. Um, and I mean, we can get into it, into the bulk of what we wanted to talk about that we've gone through mathematically um, <laughs> for an article that I was going to be looking to write, but uh, for what I'm going to conclude that we need, I don't think we can get this in this, in this draft class, which is what's scary. 
No, I was listening to the Athletics um, GM Notebook podcast this morning, and um, you know the GM Randy Mueller had um, reviewed the quarter or the wide receivers in this class, and he was uninspired by them. Mm. Um, and if he was the first person I'd heard say that, I'd have gone, well, maybe that's just his opinion. But the more people you listen to, the more kind of Certainly, the the top end guys, it's not a guy. It's not a year to be looking for a wide receiver. And th- they were talking on that one as well about Odell Beckham, and then going, "Well, he's better than anything you're going to get in the first round of the draft. Mm. So if you need that wide receiver, the draft isn't the place to be looking for it. Mm. Well, we we need that receiver. Um, yeah. Now, so the- I guess, I guess yes. In that sense, if you think he's going to tip you over the edge this year, obviously there's a lot more coming to play with it for the Chiefs. They want a guy that's going to be cost-controlled for five years, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But the, the problem I've got with it, and I've heard it from the likes of Randy and, and Nate Tyson, those guys, is that there's no, like, number one wide receivers in this draft. What you've got is a, a good quality wide receivers, number two, like wide receiver twos. And then Chris, for example, who's who's part of our podcast, and he's... Hope hopefully get him on next week, but he's been talking about in our in our group chats about the same thing. He's like, there's there's good wide receiver twos. Now my pushback to all of that is, I'd rather have my ceiling on a player be a good wide receiver one. He doesn't quite hit it, and he's a good wide receiver two. If your ceiling is a good wide receiver two and he doesn't hit it, why is he? Because McCall Hardman exactly. <laughs> And then you've got a gadget player, which you can't really use without fashioning touches. I'm not going to get into McCall, but that you're right, right? I, I don't want a ceiling high receiver number two. I want to shoot for the stars again. I want to go for a wide receiver, but, number, you know, because then you're lowering your ceiling. If you lower your ceiling, what are you getting? I, I want lots of things I can't have. And unfortunately, <laughs> looking for a wide receiver one ceiling in this draft is... Not there. Not there. I mean, yeah, supposedly, yeah. I mean, we're if there was, we're not picking in the range that they're going to be taken anyway. Yeah. In which the, case, I don't know. Um, the, the thing is, right, is that people get caught up on, on he's a round one ride receiver, blah, 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 da, 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 da. But, like, I'll give you some second round wide receivers that have panned out. AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams. And then you can, you can look at like later, like Cooper Cup, uh, Stefan Diggs, Terry McLaurin, Chris Godwin, Keenan. You can find guys. Do you know what I mean? You can find guys. So they don't necessarily have to be these wide, re- wide receiver ones. Um, so, you know, it's we talk about first round receivers and you think it's you've got to find one in the first round you don't have to and there's guys that are better than projected at the nfl level it's not always they're projected worse but you know you have got to find a diamond in the rough and if we're totally honest the chiefs haven't been great at drafting wide receivers and it's not like they haven't tried either no like they, they, they've spent a few reasonable round picks on wide receivers that you know, have essentially resulted in you've got Sky Moore on the team. Um, 
yeah it's a uh, it's a i'm just i've just screen shared with you here and we've got the yeah. the beast um the what's his name dame brugler's um absolute mammoth draft guide Basically. like he has jackson smith and jigba as a first rounder he's got jordan addison jalen hyatt zay flowers and quinton johnson as first slash second rounders yeah and then it's all downhill from there rishi rice is a third oh <laughs> yeah right the heart yeah. yeah um Does it mean he's just place place ahead of jonathan mingo who i think we all like as an option there so what's really funny when you listen to these wide receiver based podcasts is when they go through the round one guys they give you all of the negatives and mm-hmm. they get to the second round guys and it's like what they're kind of good at and then they get to like the third and fourth round guys and it's all just positive traits and it's all just perspective because the first round guys, you're trying to knock them. What are they not good at? Because they're first rounds. What are they not good at? Second round, it's like, oh, yeah, he, he, he's okay at this, but he's not good at this. He's okay at this, but he's not good at this. And you get to the third round, it's like, I love this guy because he's great at this, great at this, great at this. And you go, well, why are you, like, if you love him that when much, you why, isn't that why, why, why isn't he? That? It's really hard to follow, but I think you've just got to understand that in their circles, they're talking about tiers of players and what they like mm. and, and that's just how they evaluate the players i it is hard to follow those, isn't it sometimes you know, i was looking at it when i from what i can tell here the last time the chiefs took a first round wide receiver would be oh can i guess can i guess go on, go on. i'm gonna say jonathan baldwin you're correct yes in 2011 wow and he was garbage as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to have a look at some professional stats here, but they they won't be pretty. I'll tell you the, that. The, yeah, well, he did not have a long career with the Chiefs. He had uh, 607 yards and two touchdowns over his career. By the way, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, great record, great record. Um, yeah, but then like, so we're mm-hmm. we're talking about kind of you upselling the mid round guys. Yeah. Um, like we have a number of um, kind of mid-round guys on the the draft board, and it, it, I would almost rather like the Chiefs took two swings, three three swings, even fourth, fifth round, mm. or even third, fourth round, and just tried to throw numbers at it and hope they got one of them right, than go for a first rounder or trade up in the second for a player who, hey, like you say, ceiling is a good number two. It's just, uh, I'd rather go for the trait yeah. or the physical freaks that you, you then hope you can coach up. Yeah. Rather it's than. Ty- it's, it's types of receiver as well. Like the chiefs have got kind of a very weird wide receiver room. Almost. I think it's kind of like, You've got like a really tall guy who should be good at, at contested catches that's not. And then you've got like Sky Moore, who I have no idea what he is. Mm, and then Kadarius Tony, who's also like impossible to project at, at the NFL level. So it's like that. I remember having this kind of exact conversation last year where you're just like, I've got no idea what it's going to look like. Well, I think last year we had no idea what the offense would look like because you'd lost Tyreek and yeah. 
so much of it had flowed through him. It was like, well, where are the catches going to go? How are they going to change things to compensate for the fact that they haven't got this guy kind of um, where defences have to change the way they play to to compensate yeah. for him? Whereas now, like, we lost Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't know that that anyone was changing the way they played because of Juju. No. Um, so I don't know how much the offense changes hmm. this time around. Like, but it's impossible to project those players that, that are yeah, there. because there's so many question marks across them. Like, yeah, health question marks. So it seems like a good point to get into kind of the the article that I was I was alluded to. Essentially, what I was going to write was the money ball or the maths essentially which is basically is what it says on the tin so we both discussed um times as and they were talking about how we always project players upwards and a lot of the time they they don't go upwards and a lot of the time they stay the same and i think there's a, a case for the chiefs being like prime candidates for that with what we've got so looking at last year uh pat mahomes Three for 5,250 yards, 41 touchdowns on his way to an MVP season. Um, awesome. Right. Um, so how do you get there? He got Travis Kelsey, um, 17 games, 1,338 uh, yards and 12 touchdowns. MVS, 17 games, 687 yards, two touchdowns. Sky Moore, uh, 16 games, 250 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Kadarius Tony. Um, Seven games, 171 yards, two touchdowns. Regular season, this is um, no great. Uh, 17 games, 299 yards and one touchdown. And that is all that's left. So, obviously, that's all that's left of what Mahomes had from last year. So, obviously, you are losing 500 yards and nine touchdowns from McKinnon. Which is incredible when you when you when you say it like that. You're losing yeah. 933 yards and three touchdowns from uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. You're losing 300 yards from Jalen Watson and two touchdowns, and you're losing uh, 297 yards from McCole and four touchdowns. Um, so the difference, if you were counting along, as I suspect you were, Mahomes is now projecting with what he has left. So I've what I've done is I've projected people like Kadarius Tony upwards. So in terms of not in terms of play in terms as of, in a 17 game season a 17 game season, season of Kadarius tony which is debatable whether you can even get that right so essentially kelsey's fine 17 yards 17 games he stays the same mvs stays the same sky Moore played 16 games and got 250 yards so i've projected him up to 17 games as an extra 15 yards a game so 265 <laughs> yards for um sky Moore. um he'll have more opportunities right so you expect that to go up but what it can go up to is is going to be debatable there Kadarius Tony only had seven games 171 yards you could almost argue and he really played five because the first two he was getting little plays yeah. you know he's having like two yeah. plays a game two touches a game but for the sake of argument I've projected him up to 17 games that takes him from 171 yards to 415 yards over the course of the season um and then Noah Gray is fine because he's 17 yards, right? So Mahomes, this year, 5,250 yards and 41 touchdowns. With what he has left projected upwards, 
Mahomes comes to 3,004 yards with 17 touchdowns. So it's 2,000 yards short of what he had last season. Yes, but we're going to add McKinnon back in because I feel like that's something that could happen. And he's kind of, I'd say, 70% likely to happen. I feel like it's just a waiting game. I feel like it's a... I think since he hasn't signed anywhere else... I feel like he's going to come back, right? So let's... I mean, this is where you've got to play both sides because... The odds of McKinnon having nine touchdowns next year, probably pretty slim. He got on a bit of a purple patch there. Um, but for the sake of argument, I'm going to put him back in. So you add um, you add McKinnon, Mahomes goes up to 3,504 yards and 26 touchdowns. They also signed Richie James last week. Now, uh, he's... My, my reaction when I heard that, who... Five foot nine, hundred and eighty-five pounds. I'm bigger in both ways. Right. <laughs> but are you faster? No. Can you catch? <laughs> no. Can't do any of those things. I also haven't got five hundred and sixty-nine yards in the NFL to my name and four touchdowns, which he has. So I'm gonna add him on. That gets my host to four thousand and seventy-three yards and thirty touchdowns on the season. Your differential for those following at home. Mahomes needs to find, well, Mahomes doesn't. Brett Veach needs to find Mahomes. 1,177 yards and 11 touchdowns this offseason. Where is he finding them? So, if he doesn't sign McKinnon back, right, it starts to get a bit scary because you've got to find well, 1,677 yards and 20 touchdowns. I, I know this is going to be an unpopular take with both of us here, but... Clyde is still on the roster. Oh, you want to add Clyde in? Hold he, he is. Wait well, a minute. Let... <laughs> I like Clyde in. Allegedly a receiving back. Hmm. Well, Clyde received 151 yards over 10 games. That's 15 yards a game. So, I mean, 15, t- yards over 15 times seven. 17 gets you to 255 yards. And um, through the air, believe it or not, it gets you three touchdowns. Okay. So. So I I think. Still need one thousand five hundred yards and seventeen touchdowns now. See, I, I can Come see again. them draft. I can see them drafting a running back that can kind of do a bit of everything as well, and then your running yep. back room becomes Pacheco, who you would imagine would become a larger portion right. of the passing offense than he was as well. You'd hope so. Plus Clyde, whose strength, and I use that word in the loosest term possible, is his receiving. Um, and then you have your rookie running back, who's got fresh legs. You know, the, the, there's room for some fact, of that yardage to come from the running backs. The fact that I haven't purely cut you off at Clyde suggests <laughs> that I'm incre- incredibly worried and, and open to anything. But uh, basically, the point of the article is going to allude to the fact that whether you want to kind of add Clyde and Forts and uh, guys that are going to be the same guy. Best case scenario, including Richie James, you've still got to find Mahomes in the draft, a thousand yard receiver and 10 touchdowns. Now it's probably not going to happen. You're going to have to hope that Moore does trend upwards, but you can't project that. You're going to have to hope that he trends upwards and he's got no touchdowns to his name in the regular season. So you'd like to hope you can add there. But even best case scenario, if if if, if Moore can take 700 yards, which would be a great season for him, in my opinion, 
you still got to find like another 700 yard guy. And I don't know if there's one of them in that, in the draft that can come in for the chiefs and play straight away. That's but my maybe, maybe you pick up like a, say, say more steps up somewhere in the direction of Juju. So say he goes up to 700 yards. You're then looking for like a, a someone to fill the Justin Watson role and pick up three, yeah. 400 of those. And then you draft another rookie and he gets you, he does the Sky Moore role from this year and gets you 300 and there's your 700 from bits mm. and pieces. It's just a lot. It's just a lot of guys cycling in and out and, there's a lot of room for things to go wrong. Everyone catches a ball different. Everyone runs at different speeds. Everyone's different heights. Like it's not, it's not like a standard wide receiver room. It's like Mahomes throws to Kelsey differently to how he throws Tyreek Hill. He leads Kelsey differently to how he leads Tyreek Hill. Uh, Michael Hardman, for example, just I'm bringing Tyreek just because there's a, a massive difference. I just prove a point. But if you add like seven different guys in, it just, the margin for error just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And at some point I just, it's not even, I know I'm going to kind of counteract everything I've said, but it's almost not about the yards and the touchdowns. It's about having those. Cause I think he's going to get them. I think he's going to inevitably hit these milestones with, with whoever he puts on the field. I just think it comes more than that. If the chiefs want to go where they want to go again, which is another Super Bowl is when you get into the playoffs, you've got to have these outs. Can you do it on third and eight? That's what I'm saying. Richie Richie James is going to get open on third and 11 in the AFC Championship game with a game on the line. Like, who are you trusting? You know, that's that's a lot of the time. I'm not saying you can get that in a draft, but I just, that's my concern with the whole thing. A lot of the time last season, Juju was that guy. Like, he was, he was the third down guy. His success rate of converting third downs into first downs was incredibly good and i that's that's a bigger loss to me than the 900 and whatever yards he had yeah and i was surprised he only had a couple of touchdowns i would have thought he had more than that but you know that that third down conversion he became the go-to guy because teams were doubling tripling kelsey because they knew that's where you know, you wanted to go. So can you beat us with someone else? Well, the answer to that was yes, Juju could. And that's where you start looking and you go, well, is MVS going to be that guy or is Sky Moore going to be that guy that's, that you're going to trust to get open when Kelsey's doubled this year? And it's like, oh, I don't know. Kadarius Tony's your guy. Yeah. Like he, yeah he's he your is. quick change of direction, can shake man coverage and get open kind of. Mm. I love Kadarius Tony. I've just got to see it. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I agree with you completely. It's just, I just, I, you've just got to see it. And then you've got then, to see it for more than two consecutive games. Yeah. And that's no knock on him. I just, oh. I, you have, you have got to see it. It's just, you, you've taken out kind of like the number one wide receiver almost, which doesn't sound right for Juju, but like in, in that but sense. But he was. He was. He was, he was. Yeah. Um, well, and, I mean, you, you could call Kelsey number one wide receiver if you wanted to and say Juju was number two and that's why I don't but then, wanna... then if going back to your point about the draft earlier where people are saying there's a lot of good number twos mm. well that's what Juju was yeah so converted to a number if, one. if that's what yeah if, I mean numerically yes he was the number one wide receiver but he was the second option on pretty much any passing play you'd care to mention 
because Ke- Kelsey would have been Kelsey's your number one. Kelsey's your number one. So, you know, are you taking a a Cedric Tillman who's a big unit and ex kind of receiver? Uh, are you taking a Jalen Hyatt who's kind of your flyer, uh, speedster down the field? You know, are, you, mm. are they the number two that you're looking for to replace Juju? Then I, I don't think, think you. I don't think you're going to get a thousand yards out of them, but I don't. I don't think you're going to look for a thousand yards out of them either. No, I, I for me, for what, if you're asking what I actually want, is I want an X receiver, like a guy that can line up on his own on the outside, win a ball at the catch point. I'm not saying it's to route everybody up. But just be an option that's going to come down with a ball here and there. Just make a play here and there. Because that's a lot of what the Chiefs season comes down to. Is mm. Mahomes is going to make a play. Can you catch the ball? Can yeah. you get open for him to make a play to you? And that that's a lot of what it comes down to. And, you know, we spoke about it earlier. Like, yes, do you ideally want a, a, a good number two receiver? I mean, you take one, right? Because... That's good for the Chiefs, but obviously I'd like us to shoot for the stars. If you can't shoot for the stars, it's not like they're always right because these wide receivers, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, the ones I list off are Debo Samuel, Michael Thomas, not so much anymore, but it was Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Diggs, McLaurin, Goodwin, Allen. A, you take all of them, but B, you put them in a redraft at the start of their careers. They all go in the first round now with the so, career they've had. So there are options. It doesn't mean that the Chiefs don't can't find that guy. And that's my hope at the moment, is that they like a guy. So kind of keeping in mind you're looking for the best part of a thousand yards and the best part of ten touchdowns. Yeah. How are you now feeling about trading for DeAndre Hopkins, knowing that the draft doesn't have the guy in it? I mean, we don't know that the draft doesn't have the guy in right. We're just kind of presuming that it doesn't because of what other people have said. But um, there's enough of them saying the same kind of thing. There is, but there's 32 teams that didn't take DK Metcalf in the first round of the draft as well. <laughs> so a lot yeah, of people, okay. a lot of people are stupid. Um, <laughs> I'd have taken him in the first round, by the way. Um, I wouldn't. Have. Um, I. I don't know, Neil. <laughs> I don't know whether you want to trade for DeAndre analysis. Hopkins. I don't know. This is the content know. we're here for, folks. This do you want to trade for DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, bloody dumb. I don't. I don't. But, but I think it, I, do you know what? I think it's a good move and I think it'd be a bad move because you basically pay. This is the problem the Chiefs have got is that now we're not allowed to pay anybody now because we didn't pay Tyreek Hill. And the instant comeback is, oh, you didn't pay Tyreek Hill. You can't pay Warriors you didn't pay Tyreek Hill. And it's like, well, no, we didn't. But. At some point, you got to pay a wide receiver. Surely, surely. At some point, you got to pay anyone, well, um, Brett. Brett, you've I got mean, go to pay to somebody. Your, go back to your money ball point from earlier. Yeah. Like, are, are they going to try and money ball the wide receivers and just say, well, look, Patrick's good enough that he can make a dog's dinner look like gourmet food? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we don't, we don't have to spend, you know, 17 million on DeAndre Hopkins um, Hopkins when you know we can draft Cedric Tillman in the third round and um, Tillman over you know, DeAndre we'll Hopkins get, 
we'll get 75% of what yeah. we would have got out of Hopkins for 5% of the money. Like my, my, my concern about DeAndre Hopkins, if, if you trade for him and pay him, the drop-off could be today, next week, next month, halfway yeah. through the season. Like it could be at any time, and you you've paid that money, and and you know it, it hamstrings you, and it's not the way the Chiefs are going. Um, so I've pretty much given up on the DeAndre Hopkins thing, if I'm totally honest. Um, so that leaves that leaves a draft, and yeah, like it does look like they are going to try and, and money ball it, and that's I guess we're going to find out how that goes. They basically did that they did that at cornerback for the longest time, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, it's if we're totally honest, it's worked. Like it worked out, and then I guess if you've got your blue chip player there, which on the defense is Chris Jones, you hope that he covers up for stuff, and on the offense it's Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And I think as I, I think as Chiefs fans, I think we've got to remember that we have got a wide. I'm guilty as anybody, but you have got to remember you have got a wide receiver number one in Kelsey. You mm-hmm. have, you like he's better than most wide receivers in the league, but it's, for how much it's, longer? For how much longer? You always just want that bit more as well, right? You always yeah. want just want that that bit more. I don't know. It's it's so really I, tough because you want it, but if it's not there, it's not there, and that's what frustrates me about last year because I really wanted them to go and get one of the wide receivers last year because it was a good wide receiver class last year, and I think it was obvious at the time it was a good wide receiver class last year, and they waited, and they got Sky Moore, and we'll find out what he is, right? But Oh, I'd have loved to have had Chris Olave right now, and he wasn't available. We couldn't. It, it, it probably it wasn't he was really out of range. Yeah, he's out, out of range. range. He's out of range. But you know what I mean. I, I sucks because I think they were going to try and go up and get someone. It didn't work out. I mean, the talk is that next year's draft is good for wide receivers. Yeah. So no, do do you much. just do you just well that then I go back to the. Uh, Hopkins, do you do a short-term rental on Hopkins? I don't know. Can you do a short-term rental on Hopkins with his cap and that? I thought you could maybe do a two. You could maybe do a two-year deal. Yeah, and that gets you through this season, and it gets you through drafting a good rookie next season. Because that's the maybe, thing. If you, even maybe, if you draft a, even if you draft a good rookie <laughs> next season, and that's saying like if. You yeah. then, you've then got to wait another year because Andy don't play him for years. So we're talking about three years time. Which which is where Hopkins on a, a relatively short term deal as a kind of bridge to get in an element of sense. Yes, hey, our, do, you, could, you could talk yourself into it. What what is my what is my kind of gripe at the moment is you look at like the Aaron Rodgers situation and the complaint with Aaron Rodgers has always been they it's didn't put enough. They didn't put enough. Well, it is at the moment, but that, like his whole gripe was like they never, they never put weapons around him. Like put weapons around, him, put weapons around. Him. And I, I want the Chiefs to constantly throw weapons at at Mahomes until something sticks. Like I'd love them to take a swing. Just take a swing. We, are, I know you've got to be, got to be careful not to do the run it back thing again. But at some point, swing for the hills. I like. I feel like we're. We're like we never tr- try and hit a home run. We're like I don't I don't really know baseball, but it's like we always just want to get on first. We, we love the singles and the doubles, don't we? We love these singles I, and I doubles. I know nothing about baseball either, so yeah, and yeah, we like, love singles and doubles. Yeah, hit, try and hit a fucking home run, like swing for the fucking fence once in a time. Like 
I just want him to have a go because if it hits, you've got five years of cost control on a dude. Yeah. Like but in the, a premium the, position where the salaries are going through the roof, you can have five years to pair him with Mahomes in his prime. But the the problem there is that when you're when you're picking where we are in the first round, mm-hmm. those guys are gone. So you're gonna have to I mean, are you talking sell out a first, second and third round pick to get up to fifteen uh, and get your Chris Alave last year like that? Mm. That's a lot. When not for, I mean, no, not, they, they no. do have sli- they they do have slightly more margin for error when they strike gold in the seventh round, and you get Pacheco, and you get Williams, mm. and you get Watson. Well, Williams was what fourth round, but mm. when when you strike on day three with a good success rate, that gives you more leeway in future years to go after like the big like you're a home run swing, like you're saying in round one. Yeah, but I think that's the, why I think the problem this year is there's just there's no one to There's go for this. This, yeah, this exactly. is the problem. It sucks, but I, I want them to take a, a swing on a few players that are slightly more boom or bust, just because you have had so much success. Like you added, <clears> what? How, how many? How many guys they had to the roster last year from the draft class? Was it ten or was it twelve? Eleven, I think. Okay, eleven. 11. So they added eleven players to a fifty-four man roster. That's wild. So you've basically got a really young core as it is. So if, if 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 you take a swing on a guy and it doesn't pan out, it doesn't pan out. It's not the end of the world because he's got another six picks and he's unbelievable in day three anyway. So just take a swing on a guy. Do, do you get what I mean? That you can put someone with Mahomes yeah. for five years. But I, I just I, don't think this is the year to do that. I'm not necessarily sure it is either, but. Like uh, it's really contradictory, isn't it? Because if he's not, if the person to do it on is not there, he's not there. But he was, uh, you know, it, there was guys there last year. I, I, this is the problem. How much is it going to take to get up? Because you, you're realistically not going to put your first, second, third pick to get up into fifteen. But you know, a, a big swing for the Chiefs could be twenty, twenty-two. If a wide receiver's fallen to twenty-two, you go. He's good. Well, they showed last year they're willing to do that because they went and got McDuffie at 20, mm. was it 20 or 21? Um, wherever the Patriots were. So, that like, Bre- Veach is aggressive in the draft and he's shown he'll do that for the right person, mm-hmm. for the right value, but wide receiver hasn't been the right person at the right value yeah. at that point in time. And what, so what did it take for him to get up to 20, I think it was 21 as it well, it might have been 23. Sec- it was a second and a fourth, I think, if I remember rightly. A first, second, and a fourth. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be doing that. That's this Vegas. And I think if I think if I remember doing the maths before the the live mock last year, I think I think I had first, second, and third got us to fifteen, and first, second, and fourth got us to twenty. Mm. Off the top of my head. Do you um, know what the draft's in KC, so. If you're ever going to do something splashy, it would be cool to do it at home. It, it would, but the player has to be there to do it for, and he's not. Like, that's just yeah. that's no, just exactly. how it is. Maybe it's not at the wide receiver position. Maybe they want to make a splash in um, <clears throat> in another position, you know. You just don't know. Make the team better in another way. If he's not I, forward, I, no. happy to just sit in. Take I, I'm happy to sit and pick and te- I, to be honest, I, I'm not sure I'd even be that worried about trading up because 
if it's not that strong a draft, like if there's not that much difference between mm-hmm. player 10 and player 60, it doesn't yeah. really matter. It's not going to move the needle, is it? No, like, no I feel like I feel like if you'd have moved up to 21 for Chris Alavi last year, it really moves the needle. And yeah. and we're talking about Chris Alavi a lot, right? Because we picked him in our mock draft. Yeah, we had the mock draft. We, we first thought, we thought first, he yeah. was going to be there, and 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 he wasn't. But there's your first new receiver. Yeah, exactly. And and there's no one I'm quite excited about to the level I was about Alavi last year. Yeah. But it is what it is. You've got to find. They've got to find them yards somewhere and them touchdowns. I just. I think it's the same conversation we've had all off season and nothing's changed. We've been expecting it to change for months and it hasn't changed. And kind of, it's almost, you don't really expect how far away from the draft are we now? Like two weeks, mm-hmm, essentially, yeah. is it, does it not two start weeks, two, two weeks, weeks today? Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. So weeks. you don't really expect anything to happen in the next week and a half. It's usually draft week. Things start happening, if anything, and then on draft night particularly, but, I'm looking forward to the draft. I just it's it's not as exciting last year as when you had two firsts and two seconds. That's for sure. Yeah, but I I think it's an interesting one this year because like there are relatively limited starting opportunities in the roster, mm. and it doesn't appear that there's that many good players in those positions, or at least th- there's not likely to be players either where we were picking or where we could trade up to. So, like, you you would have a defensive tackle starter, but the chances of getting a, a defensive tackle starting quality player, not that great. Like, you, you need a wide receiver starter. The chances of getting a wide receiver starting quality player, not that great. So, That's why I think we're going to end up taking a tackle. Uh, yeah, me too. And because I it, think that's it, where the value and you get a starter... That's yeah, and then the the knock on of that is that boring. It, it is boring, but it gives Mahomes more time in the pocket, and it gives the wide receivers who are Joe Soap's chance to get open. Mm-hmm. Like the longer you can give Mahomes in the pocket, the better. So, yep, that that's kind of your route to winning. And it is. It's not a bad one. It's not exciting. For, it's not an exciting. I, I know. One, is but, it? I know. You're What's not always going to get. Goose? Yeah, you're not always going to get the chance to get the exciting one. No, I know. It's just it's one of those situations where where you could stay up till three thirty in the morning for an offensive tackle. <laughs> I I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that because I, I I honestly think that's probably going to be. I think it's like eighty percent chance. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be the best pick. Yeah, where's like you think about it though? You've got a first round pick. You got to spend on someone quarterback obviously not running back not getting burnt by that again wide receiver nobody there tight end maybe maybe offensive line probably defensive line are you getting are you you getting a starter there like i guess we got carl aftis there or do we move you could could probably no you could probably find an upgrade over mike yeah so you're looking at both lines linebacker fuming no. if they take a first round linebacker no. DB if I mean, a good one drops maybe 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 but then I feel like you D- have I to think D- your DBs D- and DB safety. falls under the same brackets tight end in that mm. you could potentially get a good one but 
is he actually going to get on the field? Yeah. And then you start getting concerned about them not re-signing Snead as well. Well, I, I think if you were if you're going to draft a DB, it would probably be with the view, or at least in the first first round, it would be with a view that you're going to let Snead go. Yep. Um, when the time came. Yeah. So going through that exercise, you are essentially looking at an offensive lineman or defensive lineman in the first round. Or, yes. Or a wide receiver, which you know seems like the least likely of the three. Yeah. Like if you were to put your that, money on it, there'd, there'd be the three positions you go. I could bank on it being one of them. Yeah, uh, I would say edge, offensive tackle, wide receiver. But if I was putting them in order, I'd probably go tackle, edge, wide receiver as and like as likelihood of first pick. Mm. If I was throwing name, if I'm gonna be brave and throw names, Darnell Wright as the offensive tackle. I agree. Felix Anuduke Azoma as my defensive end. And is he the really twitchy one that people seem to like? The really bendy fast one? Or is he the Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. bendyish, yeah. Um He's your Kansas one, isn't he? Yes, the uh, guy from yes. Yeah. Um a wide receiver. Quentin Johnson, can we hear the dog sleeping away here? <laughs> he's, he's dreaming in his sleep here. Anyone who does, if we do put the video for this out, he's dreaming. He's dreaming of a wide receiver. He is here is a dog dreaming of a wide receiver. <laughs> um, yeah, wide receiver Quentin Johnson. If he's still there, maybe I just. Yeah, that that doesn't inspire me a great deal, though, to be honest. Um, Quinn Johnson got torn apart I know, on, I know, on, I know. on the athletic wide receiver show. And I, I was know. just like, ah, uh, I was like, oh, Quinn Johnson. Yeah, we kind of we flirted with him a bit. Killed him. Absolutely yeah. murdered him on the podcast. And I was like, OK, then that's good. He's a, they basically describe him as a tall, tall wide receiver that doesn't catch very much at the catch point, that drops a lot of passes and is about as agile as a bus. <laughs> and, and yet. He probably has slightly more pros for me than most of what, the others. But this is what I mean, though. Five minutes later, they're talking about a fourth round like he's the best thing in the world. And if you'd have just listened to them, you'd go, which one's a wide receiver? You'd go, well, obviously not the bus one. Yeah, why but isn't then, the other guy being picked in yeah, the first round? Then? Yeah, exactly. So it's it, they've obviously got skills. that, that, that That's just the way they analyse these guys. It's just really funny to listen to. Yeah. It's always the knocks on the high guys rather than the what's, what's got them there. So still hope there. But I totally agree with you. I think that's... I'd go with that hierarchy, and I think we'll find that next week in our in our own mock draft. Is that's that's probably the way we end up going. I, I'd I'd expect from us that we're looking both lines and wide receiver. Yeah, um, like I, I've done a few of the the mocks on the site we're going to use in the past couple of days. Actually, there was one I did where I went cornerback in the first round and safety in the second, and I, I was like, oh, can I can I really do this? But it hurts. It, it hurts, but they were the two best players mm-hmm. by some distance at those 
at that time and you kind of go best player available like yes they are so yes they are they're there's they were both no um who's a Kodamak was joey porter jr who's mm. like you often see him mocked kind of 10 to 15 range and then who was the safety i can't remember the safety was now um it was either Christopher Smith or Antonio Johnson, I think it was, who you frequently mm. see mocked in the second. But everybody else who was on our board from the first and second round was gone. And yeah. you're kind of looking at who was left going, well, on their draft board, he's by far the best player. Except there was a, actually there was another cornerback there, and I was going, well, I can't take two cornerbacks in the first <laughs> two rounds. Well, I um, just I just literally put one up here just to see what happens, and um, Anthony Richardson went went number one overall, and I was almost pressed the X button right then and there. But you never know. Um, if you go down, the first player available at the Chiefs pick is Darnell Wright. So it makes a lot of sense. Say Flowers is still there, by the way, which I found remarkably interesting. But um, I don't know if he's what the Chiefs need either. I love him, but I don't. I don't know if that's what the Chiefs be looking for, but I find it interesting that the first player that came up, done all right. Second player that came up, Anton Harrison. You're telling me Veach ain't going to take one of them too? Uh, if those two were there when we're picking, I would be... Well, I'll tell you what, I'll be looking on Paddy Powers next week and looking for uh, odds on the Chiefs' first pick being offensive tackle. I know that much for sure. Yep. There's another one, um, ranked 34, Dewan Jones as well. Dewan Jones, yeah. Yeah, so the top. So fun, funnily enough, out of the three, top five players, you got three three offensive tackles, a linebacker, and Zay Flowers. So we have six tackles in our first round on our draft board, mm. and the three who are in the bottom third, so between twenty one and thirty two range, are Darnell Wright, Dewan Jones, and Anton Harrison. There you go. Um, I, I'd be mm. happy with any of the three. I think. I mean, I'd want Zay Flowers because I want a receiver and I really like Zay Flowers, but I think he's going to go to the Chargers mm. or the Pat. Well, I think he's going to go to the Patriots. And if you do get past the Patriots, I think he's going to go to the Chargers. So I don't think he's going to be falling all the way to the Chiefs, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I said Patriots for him the other day, didn't I? Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I. He's just small and. Nothing wrong with that, Neil. I'm small. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're not five nine one eighty two. I'm bigger than him as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, you've met me. I'm really not that yeah. tall. No, you're not. No, I'm no. really not that tall. So I'm not that quick either. I'm kind of more in the Cedric Tillman mode of the six uh, six two. Kind of one ninety two hundred pound kind of guy. So that's, there's there's my uh my I am Zay Flowers. Oh, Till, Tillman's six three and two thirteen. He's a bit stronger than a bit heavier than me. Let's try and find. Actually, I'm Rushy Rushy Rice. Uh, Rushy Rice, six foot one, two hundred and four pounds. Yeah, I'm probably not far off that. That's probably in about right. Decent. Or maybe eighty Perry. No, he's a bit taller than me. No, I'll stick with uh, Rushy Rice. Yeah, it's about my size. Fair enough. Just probably the uh, muscle to fat ratio is probably a little bit different between the two of us, but <laughs> I, I I'd agree that that I my my body fat percentage is probably 
at least double and that's been <laughs> that's been really like really really friendly to me <laughs> the double bit yeah I, I think i'll be the same although like i'm 48 so i do kind of have what do you reckon he's gonna be that? like it's gonna be like six percent body fat isn't it? yeah probably something like that yeah i reckon i'm knocking on 20 uh, <laughs> I, low to mid 20s yeah, yeah. It is what it is. It is what he's it young, is, yeah. He's younger than me. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm twice his age and then some, so I'm, yeah. you know, that's my excuse. It's one of them where you realise that, that, that Brett Veach wouldn't pay me. I'm 31. <laughs> You're not even Brett getting Veach veteran would, minimum. Yeah, Brett Veach wouldn't pay me. It, like, I am McKinnon to Brett Veach. <laughs> You've lost your step, have you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a camp body. Yeah, jag. Mm. Yeah, I'm less than a jag. I'm lucky to be. <laughs> I'm lucky to be getting the free lunches in the canteen. I am. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Chiefs were one of the pe- teams that do pay for lunch, weren't they? That was. I think so. Yeah, the, I think that was one NFL of the pluses PA from thing. them. We yeah. do pay for lunch. Yeah. Travel the... not so good, but we do pay yes. for lunch. Yeah, yeah. There's other I issues not, there. I would not go somewhere that don't pay for my lunch. Cardinals. They they won the ones that didn't pay for lunch. I don't think the Bengals did either. Really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think they did. I don't think the Bengals paid for lunch. I can't remember. Mm. Right, should we call it a night of that? Yes, but what? Did, 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 just really quickly, does Burrow have to make oh. his own sandwiches then? He's <laughs> a packed lunch. <laughs> Mind you, Mahomes actually turned up at like a Chick Fil A on the way to training camp last year. So maybe just as that, maybe 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 Joe Burrow just goes Chick Fil A on the way to work. I'd say he could have. He's one of us. He's one of us. Need to save money, yeah. I go McDonald's on the way to work too. <laughs> <laughs> I am Joe Burrow. There you go. You, uh, you yeah, size wise, you're probably not far off Joe Burrow's. No, he's tall, man. Isn't he's he? taller. Yeah, he's uh, taller. He's probably double my height. No, nah, I don't know about that now. No, no, you're not. Right then, let's call it a night because it's yeah. 10 to 11 hour time and uh, I have to figure out how to mix this now that we're using different software and all that malarkey. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to do the live mock next Wednesday, probably. Yeah. Um, that seems to be the plan at the moment. Yes, um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, I wouldn't rule out the possibility I'll stick the video of this on YouTube. Um, we do have a YouTube channel that we, we pretty much, <laughs> which we use once a year for the live mock drafts. But we, if we're um, if we're filming this, then we may as well dump that on there because some people might prefer to stick YouTube on in the background. I don't know. Um, but I think that'll do us for tonight. So we'll say from one kingdom to another. It's goodbye for now. <laughs>